how does one woman go from abuse with her life potentially on the line, concerned about her children's safety, to not only surviving, but thriving? Join me on the other side as I sit down with Mandy Robinson. Her story will inspire you and lift you to great heights. Not only did she overcome, she's since become a distinguished Toastmaster, a poet, a ghostwriter, the town crier, and a best-selling author. Join me for this incredible story. I'll see you on the other side. There's the bell. That's the cowbell. It is Flashpoint Friday. And I am very excited for today's interview. And I'm very excited for what this is going to add to your life. This has been a long journey. And in the preparation for this particular interview today with Mandy Robinson, I was talking to her yesterday. And we agreed that the experience to get here has been, it's the iceberg. If you think about the iceberg below the water, and you've heard this metaphor before, it's deep and it's vast. And what you're going to hear, deep and it's vast. And what you're going to hear today is a glimpse, a glimpse of a life well lived, of a life that's touching other lives, of a life that is continuing to unfold into the full potential of what it was meant to be. I am very excited to bring this to you today. I want you to settle in because what you're going to hear today is somebody who has an incredible ability to interpret life with a perspective that most people don't have. But not only that, to be able to communicate it in a way that makes sense for you and adds value and elevates your life. So I'm gonna actually bring on Mandy right now to say hello. Hello, Mandy. Hello, everyone. Hi, Austin. Thank you so much. For, thank you so much for having me here. Blessings, my friend. It's an honor to be here. What an honor to do this. And normally I do the introduction be, before I bring the guest on, but mm -hmm. I wanted to do something a little bit different for this one because I, I wanted to really allow people to get a feel for you and the life that you've lived. And not only that, like I said, what you're bringing to the world. And so let me just hit on a couple things. But first of all, you're a distinguished Toastmaster. Yes, I am. <laughs> and that's exciting because, uh, I, as you know, I got my start in Toastmasters. Yeah. And you made it all the way to the top of that. And you're an incredible storyteller. Thank you. You have a way with, with uh, not only did you become a distinguished Toastmaster, but the way you express yourself is it runs deep, like the iceberg I talked about. Yes. But uh, you know what else is really important is your ability to to want to reach out to the community and, and do good. And so to that end, you're the 2015 Provincial Women in Building Communities. Correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, that's your expression into the into your community, and and not only that, you're the first female ambassadorial town crier, which sounds like a, a pretty. <laughs> it's notable. a mouthful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My my predecessor 
was a male and yes. he had the role for 24 years and then sadly he passed away and he was a very special man to me because he was the i forget the legal term but when the band went to coburg germany he was like the guardian with one of the teachers of my eldest daughter who went as their flute player so we lost tom mcmillan very very sad then there was a gap for two years and then here we are yeah i was going to say it like this is typically a, a male dominated role exactly yes yeah, so. and to be the first female even pass away or they got somebody else for whatever reason this could never be repeated again i made history on january the 1st 2015. you made history Mandy. i mean so there in and of itself is a and it's just an expression of who you are your your ability to speak and touch people's lives and we're we're going to be hearing that firsthand today so stay tuned i got a little special surprise as we normally do and so the other thing is you are an official Flashpoint co-author. Yes. So talk about firsts. So first female town crier. Every event that I do is unique and a first never to be repeated. And now, thanks to your invitation to join Flashpoint and come into your book, I am now a first co-author. I am a first author. And Flashpoint, obviously, is a first. So talk about blessings and honor. And I am ever grateful to you for that invitation. There I am. There you are. <laughs> Chapter three. What an honor. Chapter three. What Chapter, an honor. What an, yeah, and you're, you have a, a poem in I don't want to give too much away, but you wrote, yes. there's a poem in here that will, will, yes. will, will move your soul. It, like, Mandy, you're, and that's, you're a poet and... Uh, you're a storyteller, you're a ghost writer, and I, I'm honored because, like, this, I believe your flashpoint is is unfolding right now. Am I right in saying that? I absolutely believe that. This has been a long, long journey, and it was a long journey of almost a silent life for close to 30 years, and then I left my abusive husband and... 15 years later, we bring ourselves to today and my life has completely turned today and my life has completely turned around, completely done a revolution. And I found my highest purpose, which is to empower women, women to find their voice and step into their power with courage. And every road I've taken over the past 15 years has led me along this track, which is why I received that leadership award because they recognized I'd left abuse and I'm now making a difference and contributing to the community. Very, Amen. very great honor. I love that distinction. You are doing it. I am. Distinction. This is an extension of what you're already doing. Yes. This was an evolution of, of what you're already doing. And that's really important distinction. So if you're just joining, Help me welcome Mandy Robinson. If you're new to the show, there's a couple things we do, and I'm going to rely on you, the audience. What we do is we have a cowbell, okay? And the cowbell is here to accentuate. So if you think it's a cowbell moment, type it in. I got Jenna here, and she's very excited. Let's see, we got Tony saying, you're so impressive and inspiring. Mandy, love being a part of your tribe. And mm. so that's some validation. I know some more mm. going. And the other thing we do in the show, Mandy, as we talked about, we, we 
bring up the hourglass as yes. a reminder that time is moving and that you want to remember the most important is right there, is right in the middle of the moment is. And that's what we're going to do. So if you're joining this interview, make this important for you. So let's get back to Mandy's story. Mandy, you're, you're here. You're in the Flashpoint book. You've achieved so much already, but now there's more. So let, let's talk about your story, though, because I want people to get the context. I talked about the iceberg when I opened this up, and I honor yes. this with you because I know some of what it takes to get here to publicly share your story. So, Mandy, will you, are you willing to take us back to give us some context? Will you, are you willing to take us back to give us some context? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. People that know me in the community uh, have actually heard a part of my story, basically that I left abuse and began to turn my life around. And so I, I've given speeches on, on that at different times. So I... Well, the volume might... Can you still hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I left a 30 year abusive marriage 15 years ago. So I basically gave my man, uh, my life to another human being, a man who in, in essence was a chameleon. And during that 30 years, he not only abused me physically and emotionally, but also psych psychologically, psychologically. So I was very oppressed, very withdrawn. I became very sick. I ended up in hospital a few times, nearly lost my life a few times and my life a few times. And it got to the point where I knew that if I stayed much longer, I would perish under his carnal, inhumane treatment. What stirred me to leave that marriage was I'd been confined for close to 10 years in complete silence. I was not allowed to even speak to my last daughter at home. And it had reached that point where she began to witness the last wedges of that relationship, where he became an alcoholic, a master manipulator, and she became very traumatized. And... I was at the point where I was afraid for my life. I knew something was going to happen. I didn't know how or what to do to escape. And she came home on the bus one day, burst through the door. I have something to tell you, mom. I can't do this anymore. She was so traumatized from seeing what her mother had been subjected to that she'd become suicidal. And it was like my maternal instincts just erupted inside of me and I needed no other reason to get away as fast as we could. So she packed a suitcase, I packed a suitcase. It was down to the police station and from there straight into a women's shelter. And that's where my turnaround began. And I never went back and I never looked back. And I've got goosebumps just reciting this. I'm bringing stuff out now that the world has not heard and it feels almighty powerful to be expressing it it's and and that's what i think to be able to share your story mm -hmm. is incredible and there's a lot of people mandy and this is why i think you're saying use the word courageous but i believe you are courageous because there's a lot of people that don't want to share their story they're afraid right. to share their story yeah. they and there's a lot of psychological reasons for that. But yeah. what would you say to them, you know, for that person maybe who's afraid 
to share their story. My biggest gain from sharing my story is first of all, it empowers me. It reinforces within me that I have grace, that I have forgiven, that I am strong, that I am courageous, and that the world needs to hear my story. Yeah. Why? Because there are thousands of women and, and other people too that go through horrendous, traumatic, life-threatening situations, don't know what to do with it, don't know how to work with it, and once you start to don't know how to work with it. And once you start to own that story and share it with the world, you bring hope to other people. Even just a smile radiates from you. And they look at you and they say, you're so inspiring. I'm so happy you've done this. And it's not about the accolades. It's the difference that I make to each and every woman or every person that crosses my path. And that itself, that itself is the most beautiful reason which highlights my purpose and my mission to make a difference in people's lives. And it's done in many ways as, as we're now talking about. Yeah, and I wanna just grab this because I think, I wanna go deeper a little bit into this moment when you, when you turned it around because a lot of people can be in these situations and they don't know what to do to turn it around. I, I believe there's a there's a pain point that happens reaching out to you. <laughs> that moment must have been so incredibly intense and and so incredibly scary and uncertain. And like, how did you how did you bring yourself to be able to make that decision with knowing that like you don't know you, you don't know what can happen. You can be in more danger if you leave. Because I had. A mother has a sense about her child. I don't, I don't care what relationship they're in or what type of parent they are. A mother that has given birth to children has a special connection. And in the last, let's say, two or three years of that relationship, I had felt her, her pain and her suffering and her marks were dropping at school and we were getting phone calls from the school. We need, we need to help her somehow, but we, we didn't know. Only I knew and only she knew that what was going on at home. So when she came in that day, so when she came in that day and we went upstairs and she said, I need to talk to you. It was almost like the power above said to me, you need to be strong and you need to be powerful and you need to be able to hear whatever she has to say. And I knew what was coming. I knew what was coming because I'd seen it in her eyes. There was one time where I was on the floor in the kitchen and she was standing in the hallway looking down at her father and what he was doing. And I was actually pleading with her, with her, my eyes to hers and saying, call the police, call the police. But I couldn't verbalize it because I think that, that would have been it if I had have done. And the tears were strolling down her face. And that was and that's the power. That was the connection. So here we are sitting upstairs. And she's saying, I can't do this anymore. And I said, I know. It was like, I said, I know. It was like the, the power above just infused me with the strength to remain calm, be strong, and hear her out. And as soon as she told me, I said, go pack a suitcase. There was no even second thought. It was, go pack a suitcase. I'll pack a suitcase. 
and we're out of here. And that's how we ended up at the police station. So I listened to my, my gut, my instincts had been talking to me for years. And for whatever reason, that's another story we could get into. I had ignored my God-given intuition. But when my child came to me, like I said, mother bear kicked in and this mother bear will die for her children. <laughs> and that's and the, the truth. That's the God's yeah. honest truth. And uh, you and I, you, you and I talked about a quote before this. You want to share that quote? Absolutely. Uh, I, so I'm sure most people on here are actually familiar with Victor, Victor Frankl. He was a survivor of Auschwitz, which was a concentration death camp. Mm -hmm. And from history, we can only know, we can only imagine. But if you watch any of the documentaries or, or hear literal firsthand experiences, you are cut to the core. You are ashamed of the human race that they could reach that limit. Viktor Frankl took his experience and chose to look at it from a different way. And this is the way I perceive life going forward. He said this, he who has for can bear with almost any how. One more time. Okay. He who has a, okay. He who has a why to live for can bear with almost any how. What is your reason to live? Why do you want to go on? He didn't want to die. I didn't want to die. Nobody wants to die. That's, that's not the way. Yeah. And he said, if you can find your why, the how doesn't matter. So everything I went before, everything that's passed me by in my life and that I've survived and come through traumatic situations, you could only imagine what I've lived through. I didn't, I had my why when my daughter came to me. That was the turning point. The how I would turn my life around and be where I am today, speaking to the world right now, was none of my business. I just had to follow my instincts and listen to my, just had to follow my instincts and listen to my higher power. Yes. And I want to do two, well, I want to do a couple of things before we, we get into a closing sequence, but I, I want to um, really talk, well, I want to honor some of the guests here, but I want to talk about forgiveness because I know a lot of people, you know, it, it can charge people with a lot of emotion about like and almost stimulate hate toward the oppressor. And I really want you to hit that point really on because I know and we didn't talk about this, but I already know because in order for you to shine the way you shine, that light is not exclusive. It's not a laser beam, is it? No, no, so it's not. That? I... For years, obviously, the human side kicks in. You, you wonder how you're going to get out, how you're going to survive. And I, you hear people say, I'll, I'll hate that person for the rest of my life, rest of my life. Hate is a very strong and powerful word, and it carries a terrible connotation with it. The opposite to hate is love. John Lennon had it right. Gandhi had it right. There's so many people. Jesus Christ had it right. Look what they did to him. 
And lying there on the torture stake, he said, forgive them, Father, they know not what they do. I am a person of love. I am soul. I am transparent. I am honest. I have integrity. And I love every sentient being on this planet. So whether you come at me with a gun, with a knife, I'm just going to have love in my heart. If you pass me by and I say hello to you and you don't speak, in my mind I'm saying I bless you and I hope you have an awesome day. Love is what the world is made up of. Our planet, everything is a loving frequency. It's what makes and sustains our planet. And if we haven't got that in here to give to other people, then how can we forgive them? Love, Love is the anchor to forgiveness and grace. And when I started to do that, and when I found that, you can probably actually hear it in my voice. I would I would be wherever I was and I would scream, I forgive him, I forgive them or whatever it was. And I would literally scream. And that powerful force and feeling of forgiveness and grace has turned me into my highest self and i am so grateful so grateful can you talk about this 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 liberation you were screaming like you, yeah. you, you were you were, yes. uh, were you home were you in public like i was i was in different places so one day i was belting one, out. Day I, one day i was walking along a cliff and i just put my arms up and i just thank you yes i forgive this is awesome that was one point there was another point i was in my car i was actually on the 401 the main highway here and i pulled off at one of the towns i got out of the car i walked around the car and i'm just slapping the car and i'm like yeah. i'm free i'm free that's a cowbell moment right there mandy it's freedom it's freedom to me yes it's not about the other person they, they have their own agendas and if they act or behave the way they do, that's on them. What is on me? On me is to be loving and to be forgiving and to send that out into the universe and make a difference in people's lives. Yes, and I, I just want the listener, if, <laughs> if you're in, if you're stuck and you're feeling that heaviness, I want you to imagine that moment of mm. liberation that Mandy's describing, where you just forgive, you're free. You're, it, it, it's just such an opening. And, and when that light opens up, it... Yes. It touches everything and everybody. And Mandy, you're yes. living that. Yes. Living that. And I, I want to do this because I, I, before we run out of time, uh, Mandy Mandy wrote a special poem. And uh, Mandy's a poem. So I'm going to give you guys a little special treat. We're going to come back for some final shares and talk about Mandy, what we're doing and, and moving forward. So here we go. I want to pull you out here for a moment. And by the way, thank you for being here today. Say hello to Mandy. Send her some love. and uh, maybe Thank share- you. Thank you for having me. I love you all. (laughs) All right, here we go. Flashpoint became the energy carrying me to beautiful places that allowed me to build momentum in the process. I reprocess. I rediscovered the power still inside of me that brought awareness of how I'd overcome adversity. I would give myself time, space and grace. 
to explore this new gateway with flexibility to attain all that I must now address. Granite Dells, Prescott, Arizona. I marked in my agenda that this would be decision day for me. I began to dance with possibilities, allowing my imagination to run wild and roam free. Remembering my purpose in the unraveling full power. I see the horses in North Carolina galloping on the pinnacle of the beach. I behold my future for now. I see. Thank you. Wow, gosh. Gives me uh, chills all over. I've had, oh, gosh. Gosh, gosh, I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> I know, I like to surprise people. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, pretty powerful, yes. It's yes. a special moment, and what you delivered there at the event was so powerful, moved everyone. Uh, tears, goosebumps, it, it was incredibly powerful. What I want to do with our last five minutes mm -hmm. is talk about you, your future and maybe through the lens of, of what's happening tonight and anything else you want to add in, Mandy, because there's so many things un unfolding for you. Oh. This is just a small piece of it. It's just crazy. So you're the first of my co-authorship and God bless you for that because I'm all, that because I'm all about first in everything. First in Flashpoint, first in the book. I also have three other books that I've co-authored, all in the process of being published right now. Woo! I have, <laughs> thank you. And thank you to every single person out there. Tony, Austin, the team, my fellow co-authors. I am honored to share space with you. I am so privileged. So I look at life this way. We don't choose our journey and what happens to us, right? And I've lived through some of the most horrendous traumas anybody could experience. But I want to say this, my past does not define me. Rather, it defies me. It defies me with boldness to break free and make my light shine on fire to make a difference in this world. So I'm now, I've done a lot of coaching and mentoring people behind the scenes. I'm now turning that into a little business. It's called Triple M Coaching, which stands for Moments, Mindset, and Movement. So I already have my first two clients, which is awesome. I am continuing to motivate women in these types of situations. Like I say, I get these types of situations. Like I say, I get phone calls all the time and emails. And I'm there, morning, noon, or night. Somebody calls me and they need me, I'm there. Sometimes it's just to listen. And I've listened to women who later on in life, weeks or months down the road, have called me back and said, I just want to thank you for saving my life. Mm. And it says it all there. So we're now going forward with this mission to, as I say, empower more women to find their voice and step into their power I have a podcast coming up with Getru Machi of the Women's International Summit, which I was a guest speaker on. Yes. All of a sudden, my life is opening up. People are connecting with me, and they want to hear how they can shine as well. And if I make the difference in just one person's life, 
then I am grateful and I will skid into my grave saying what a hell of a ride. Woo! You know, yes. The cowbell moment. That's what we're looking for. You know, we're talking about going into, you know, when you're in those dark moments, Mandy lived it. Now look at what's happening. Your, your message, your message, your, your, whatever you thought was your darkest moment is now your gift to the world. And Ma Mandy, I'm yes. so glad you're one of the co-authors in this book. Thank and you. This is number one. I mean, you are in volume one of this yes. book that I've already gotten feedback on your story. you got a poem in there that you shared that yes. is, is absolutely riveting and will move your soul. And I, I just can't say enough about it. Um, and I, so we're excited because guess what, Mandy, if you tell love, me, tell me you love Mandy, show me <laughs> it's, it's Friday. Okay, if you're trying, if you're allowed to feel good today, it's Friday. Yes. Uh, tonight we are super excited. Oh, Why are yes. we excited? Why are we excited? The book, the book launch. Why are we excited? The book launch. The book launch. Yes. About the movement. Here we go. Yes. Six fifteen tonight. Everybody, get on board and purchase the ebook. Let's get this to status. What is it? Um. Bestseller status. Bestseller, thank you. I lost yeah, the words. Of course. That is so exciting. Of course we want that. I've, I've shared this with some avid readers, and uh, they said, love the book, couldn't wait to pick it up, couldn't put it down. The stories yes. are riveting. Stories are hard. We were not constricted by a, a traditional publisher, so we kept the yeah. story real and raw. And not only that, they have lessons in there. The, Mandy put a poem in there. And it's just absolutely incredible. So, Mandy, are you going to be back tonight? Are you going to be I, back tonight? I am actually absolutely going to be there at 5.30. I've supported this from day one, and it's only taken six months to have this huge breakthrough. 6.10 for our audience. Oh. We're going to be back live at 6.10 p.m. tonight. Mandy just said she's going to come back. So if you love Mandy and you want to see her again, come back tonight at 6.10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. The link for the book will be available tonight. It's the ebook. It's going to be $2.99. You can buy it. You can dive headfirst into these amazing stories. My name's Austin. Yeah. This is Flashpoint. Your turnaround story absolutely starts here. Thank you, Mandy. I'll see you back later tonight. Thank you so much. Great. Bye, everyone. Bye.